Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Reactionaries Podcast. My name is Jeff Kriska, and I'm here with my co-host, Joe Gruen. Joe, found any magical talismans lately that a um, megalomaniacal guy tried to steal from you, and it's not the medallion. It's a different movie. So repeat the question. <laughs> Absolutely not. It was a bad question, much yeah. like this week's movie was a bad movie. Hey, hey, there you go. You have to be nice to me. I got my uh, my boosty on Monday, my my COVID booster. And, oh, okay. You're I'm not, a little bit out of it. I'm not sure if it was the movie or the COVID booster, but I saw some weird things on my TV screen today. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this week's movie, this episode's movie, Double Dragon 1994, Joburg. Nintendo December marches on uh, unabated. Mm. Um, no COVID uh, IR for us here. Um, That's right. Yeah, so we're a little behind uh, because I do NFL stuff and COVID things have been out of control. So my bad. But Joe, this let's podcast. Talk. Wait, we are immune to good movies. We're immunized from good movies. <laughs> oh, man. So, Joe Berg, uh, let's get this out of the way real quick. Next week's movie or next episode's movie will be Street Fighter. It will be Nintendo December. So it's probably landing in January. Guess what? I don't care. You don't pay for this. No. Money back guarantee if we don't do December in December. My job pays me, not you. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to pay us, we'll still get the episodes out late. Absolutely. It'll be even later. And that's the reaction. We'll, we'll, it'll be encouraging to us. <laughs> it'll be next December. <laughs> now, some people would say, well, why don't you guys stack episodes ahead of time to prevent this? And to that, I say, look, man, you don't pay me. In fact, nobody pays me. <laughs> that's right. Actually, I would say we had that idea at the beginning of the show, and and we have not incorporated. <laughs> Correct. We did one a week for almost a year, and it was when we had all the time in the world. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, maybe depending on what Omicron does, maybe we will have all the time in the world again. Hey, who knows? <laughs> maybe I'll get a nice long vacation. That'd be great. Who knows? So, uh, yes, next week's movie is Street Fighter. It is on Tubi. This week's movie, though, Joe. Double Dragon, 1994. This one, every once in a while, we do a movie that I know is going to be great before we even start it. And I've seen this movie before. But when it's just sitting on YouTube for free, no tricks, no nothing, no, like, you have to, like, put in a, a code word. It's not in there, like, Blood Rain was in as Blood Reina, you know, Spanish for queen. Yeah, this or, like, just, Russian subtitles. Yeah, this is just, like, it's on YouTube as, like, Double Dragon Blu-ray. Nice. <laughs> like, High quality. Yeah. 1080p. <laughs> it's like, here you go. You could just watch the movie. Yeah. Um, and nobody seems to care. So, uh, yeah, this was um, also on Amazon Prime, by the way, if you guys just want, like, actual being able to pause with your remote and stuff, you know, just do it on YouTube. You can pause with your remote on YouTube. That's true. That's true. I have the YouTube app on my television, Joe. So, I mean, I do, too. But if you want to pause, leave it, come back to it, leave it, come back to it. Don't. I would rec- this is what I would recommend. Pause, leave it. <laughs> Go on with your life. <laughs> Move on with your life. I actually kind of like this movie, Joe. It's, I didn't hate it. It's stupid. It's very... Uh, it has think, a Santa with muscles feel to it. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of uh, yeah silliness to it. Um, but this one's got Alyssa Milano, Robert Patrick, Mark Dacascos, who we mentioned. Nobody knows him by name, but he's the guy on Iron Chef America. Yep. And Scott Wolf as well as a uh, friend of the show, uh, Nils Alson Stewart, 
who was it? What was he in? Oh, he was in Planet of the Apes. That's right. Yep. Playing a Bobo, which is a character who could be in Planet of the Apes. He could be. Yeah. Uh, we also have, as we said before, was it George Hamilton? George Hamilton's in this. Vanna, Vanna White. White. Andy Dick. Our good friend Andy Dick, the uh, incorrigible Andy Dick. Yeah. So um, let's get into it, Joburg. So um, 1994, Double Dragon takes place in the far future of 2007, Joe. Yes. Uh, but first, it, it actually takes place in 1994. That's correct. <laughs> Where it is directed by James Yukich. The budget is $7.8 million, and the box office is 4.2. That's less. Yeah, I actually kind of feel like they got more than eight million bucks out of the special effects. I do too. Like, how do you like that set behind you? Like, that had to take a while to get all that paint up and like. Yeah, the the blast core headquarters is what's behind me. Yeah, and like the boa bobo, like just getting that guy in and out of makeup every day, and all the special yeah. effects that Robert Patrick did. They have a whole chase scene and cars and stuff, and, and, and boats and explosions. Huge explosions. Yeah, they got a lot of money out of their $8 million, so... But there is a point where I think that, uh... What, well, what's it touching called? Touching up some Milano's roots. That's right, yeah, <laughs> every day. And Robert Patrick's roots. <laughs> Robert Patrick's roots. Because both of them are blonde. Both of them featuring haircuts that I saw in, like, 2000 and 2001. <laughs> like, yes, yeah. Right, very, very uh, predicting the future in terms of... Uh, the bleach blonde straight up hair for Robert Patrick, and then the all around blonde shortcut for uh, Alyssa Milano. Yeah, those were two hairstyles I had in 2002. Yeah, I wasn't going to say it, but yeah, me too. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Sorry, Alyssa. Uh, anyway, come on. We are, uh, what, what's going on here? Oh, there is a time, a point in time, though, where I thought that Power Core headquarters might just be Nickelodeon headquarters. Oh, really? Because they have the Slime River, and they have, like, all this 90s shit, like... Oh, man, it, maybe it's, like, futuristic uh, um, Willy Wonka. Could be, yeah. Could be. All right, let's dive in. Um, we open with a speech uh, about this medallion that this movie centers around. Uh, we get told half, and I did not write this down. I apologize. Thousands this is my of years ago in ancient China, an evil army of shadow warriors terrorized the great city of Shang Tsung, uh, which I think he was in last, or was in Mortal Kombat. He was in Mortal Kombat, yeah. To save his people, a king sacrificed himself to make a medallion. He then found it too powerful and split it between his sons, one with the power over the body, the other over soul. Double dragon, Joburg. There we go. I Double wrote. dragon. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, so just to wrap all that up, you know, King sacrificed himself, gives half of each of this medallion to his sons. Uh, they become the double dragons. Then we flash somewhere in China. That's what, the, what it says. And that's exactly what it says. Somewhere in China. Even though there is a city called Chang Sun. Like, <laughs> right, right. Just just set it there. Like, you don't have to go uh, somewhere in China, which is extraordinarily lazy. Yeah, super lazy. Super duper lazy. Uh, also, they don't give a time or a date or anything. No, they're like somewhere in China at some point in time. This could be like 100 years ago. Nobody knows. Um, anyway, this monk village is being burned to the ground. The monks are all being choked with, like, whips and, and beaten up and killed. 
Uh, turns out they cut their tongues out. There's like an invading ninja gang, right? Mm-hmm. It's like there to hurt them. Uh, the monks had cut their tongues out to stay silent, right? So they would stay silent under torture. Which is insane. Just just don't say anything. Just don't say anything. Yeah, what are they going to do? Cut I mean, out their tongue? Yeah, these are monks, you know? I guess for normal people, I get it. You know, you're going to crack under torture. But if you're a monk... Well, you also got to think they've been... Go- so they're there to guard the medallion, right? Or at least half of it. Yeah. And so the medallion's been sitting around for hundreds of years, Joe. Yeah. So you got to think between, like, being after the, like, fourth or fifth generation of monks that took care of it, like, unmolested, you think some guy was like, uh, hey, may- maybe don't cut out my tongue or anybody else's tongue ever again. Because right. we kind of just, like, We got this under wraps. Yeah. We kind of just, like, hang out, like... Nobody's coming for us, so maybe I can keep my tongue. Yeah, that was a premeditated thing. They cut yeah. the, they cut those tongues out decades before Shoku shows yeah. up. So you got to think that there's, like I said, generations of these monks with their tongues just cut out for no reason. Like, nobody shows up. And there's a lot of, like, pissed off, like, kids, you know, when they yeah. get told they're going to have to get their tongues cut out. Like, yeah, it's it's like uh, one monk's on his deathbed, and of course they have to write the notes back and forth to each other. Of course! It's like... <laughs> Do you have any regrets? He's like, he hands him the note back. It says, I sure wish I had tasted food for the last 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, anywho. Uh, torture. So, they, well, so they're so they invading the thing. And then a monk just gives up the game. Like, he doesn't he have a tongue. He runs straight to the candlelight game. <laughs> he runs straight to the medallion. So that means that this thing is like, all right. We got to cut off legs and tongues. Yeah, you just see one tongueless monk, like the leader of the village, going, I didn't think of the legs. <laughs> but of course, he can't say that. Um, so anyway, he runs straight for this candlelit cave with this giant demon statue in the very middle of the room. Uh, the ninja leader follows, of course. <laughs> like, oh, that must be where this thing is. Uh, the, he, the, uh, they find the medallion. And it's revealed because you think it's a guy the whole time, right? This yeah. is the 90s. Yeah, it's the Everybody's 90s, Jober. Ladies, ladies can't do stuff. Yeah, step aside. No, this is a uh, luscious, vivacious blonde woman um, who calls Shuko to tell him that she's found the medallion for him. And she has this, like, insane keyboard that's, like, separated <laughs> and off to the sides. And she just kind of, like, bangs into it on the satellite. Phone. Yeah, she is a 90s computer, an early yeah. 90s computer. Yeah. Um, anyway, we flash to L.A. 2007 after the big quake. Uh-oh, Joe, the big one. Yeah, yeah, 2007, you remember. Yeah, and it's very, like, dystopian, like, there's a bridge, like, broken off into the water, and there's, uh, like, they have these, like... Half of L.A. is flooded. <laughs> yeah. Joe, I have some serious problems with the flooding, and we'll get to it later. Um... But all the buildings have these, like, just, like, things holding them up. Oh, we'll get to that. No, yeah. that, that comes the next scene. That, I would, okay, we'll, we'll get to that. That's yeah. a reveal. That's a reveal moment. Uh, more, we get more Robert Patrick narration, because he just loves to hear himself talk in this movie. It's yeah. fucking wild. He loves to talk and crack his knuckles. Those are the two things he does most in this movie. And turn into a shadow. Yeah. He loves to ghost it up. He loves to ghost it up. Uh. It's revealed that he's just lecturing his minions, like, and the blonde lady's already back in L.A. 
Yeah. So it's well, she brought the medallion back to him to Huey and Lewis and Huey and Lewis. Literally, these guys' names. Yes. Um. Uh, they're like twins, right? They they like look exactly. Yeah, they're supposed to be like brothers, I think. Right. Uh, Robert Patrick lives by the train tracks, which is unfortunate for him. It's an earthquake, Joe. Yeah, his whole building shakes. Uh, RP. Oh, Robert Patrick is Shuko. That's his name. Uh, he's pissed that he only has half the medallion, right? He opens it up. He's like, where's the other half? And they're like, well, we didn't know. There's another yeah. half. You told me, you told us to get a medallion. Here's the medallion. You didn't say get two medallions. You told us to get one medallion. Right. Uh, he turns black and white, two-dimensional, and his eyes light up. Like yeah. Stars. He's like, I have the double dragon. He clearly only has one dragon, though. That's the thing. Yeah. At first, it seems like a really lame power to, like, become, like, a black-and-white comic book drawing. <laughs> it looked like, yeah, when I saw it, I was like, oh, he can get two-dimensional? He's like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he can, like, slip through door cracks and stuff. His power is, like, he can sneak into places because if somebody comes, he can just turn sideways, and he's as right. thin as a piece of paper. Like, that's what I thought that I said, uh, did this turn him into a newspaper or, like... Like, if he touches stuff, does he get uh, black ink everywhere? But yeah. no, he's a ghost. He's a ghost. We get we get to see more of his ghost powers later. Uh, then this cuts to some woman with the second half of the medallion. And she is coaching two young men in a karate tournament. Yeah. Uh, one fights traditionally. The other jumps on his opponent's backs and gives them noogies. <laughs> like yeah. Move. And the guy who gives the noogies gets mad at the guy who's actually fighting well because they get disqualified for it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what the hell? You didn't give enough noogies. Um, so this stunt loses them the tournament, mm-hmm. and a brawl breaks out as a result. Uh, the midget in business casual is pumping a jack to keep the building up, Jeff. Yeah, so this is something that comes up like in this scene and never again. No, it comes up immediately next we get context because uh, there's a hard cut to a commercial for Jack City. Yeah, wait, hold on. No, company. hold on. They, uh, what I'm saying is they make a big deal out of this in this scene and this scene alone. And then it never matters again for the rest of the movie. Right, right. Yeah, you don't see it later at all in the movie. Yeah, so um, yeah, so Billy's mad at Jimmy and then he just starts a brawl with the other guy for no reason. And then Jack City... And I realize this is something that I miss in movies. Uh huh. TV and commercials in movies is not something you see anymore. Oh, it, yeah, I can see that. Like it was all over the place in like the 80s and 90s. It was. But, and now it's just gone. It feels like 95% of television and movies were commercials in the 90s. Yes. Like, when I think about fond moments of, like, what I watched as a kid in the 90s and, like, Saturday morning cartoons, I think of commercials. Well, Joe, that's because they're trying to sell you products. But, no, what I'm saying is, like, fake TV and fake commercials in movies is something right. that I – Yeah. It's it's something that I miss. So Yeah. yeah no, it was a cultural thing. It was, like uh, – it was hard-lined into the culture. Yeah. Um, and typical 2007 attitude. It's not your fault. It's everybody's. There you so, go. <laughs> um the raiders are still in la in yeah, 2007 i'm not buying that yep 
I like how all the things they had changed, the Raiders still being in L.A. is like, oof. <laughs> oof. Yeah, that's the one they fucked up on. Yeah. Uh, but you know what they didn't fuck on? Fuck up on Andy Dick being a terrible comedian. Yeah, he's really bad. So it cuts no to weather. the news hosted by George Hamilton, Vanna White, and Andy Dick on weather. He's on weather and he's a prop comic. He can't decide. Yeah, a weather prop comic. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. Uh, yeah. So weather's still nice in L.A., 70 to 72 degrees Fahrenheit. That's good. Uh, gangs come out after curfew. And yeah. the city is flooded, as I said before. But the gangs are like homeless clowns? <laughs> some of them are. Some, <laughs> some of them are mimes. Some, some of them are mailmen. Yes. Some of them are just like businessmen. Some of them are businessmen. Some of them are like the preppy kids at college 80 movies, like with sweater vests. Yeah. So, yeah, there's actually later on in the movie, there's actually a breakdown. Um, they show a Bobo's little... I don't know, Game Boy SP. They're the <laughs> Bohawks, Postman, Maniacs, Geeks, and Clowns are the name of the gangs. Oh, is that the fake financial pie chart? Yes. <laughs> yes, this movie, there is a plot point that hinges on a pie chart and an inequitable distribution of profits. Yes, that's the plan. <laughs> um, we'll get to that, of course. Uh, so the karate teacher... And the, the guys, the Double Dragons, uh, they are driving back home. And it sounds like she says they're going to be gang raped, but actually she says gang bait. Yeah, we're going to be gang bait. I had to rewind that as well. I was like, what? Because <laughs> I guess in this future, the cops and the, the gangs have a like a detente. Like they have an agreement. They're like, yeah, right, shaky truce. The cops can do whatever they want during the day. They can beat up whoever they want during the day. Right. And the gangs get to beat everybody up at night. Like, that's... A lot like 1994 LA. Yeah, that's just the gangs winning. Like, you understand that, right? That's just yeah. the gangs winning. They're not up until, like, four. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, no, we can't do things when we're asleep after we've been up all night doing gang stuff. Yeah, we, we have to sleep during the day and commit crimes in the shroud of night. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> That's horrible. Um, yes. So they pass the clown gang. And I can't remember who in the car says this, but one of them goes, those guys are gnarly, which is such a 90s line. They're tubular, Joe. They're tubular. <laughs> um, yeah, so the... I just realized my mic was like way, way far. Yeah, that's okay. Hopefully the echoing wasn't too bad. Yeah, so they, they see a woman who needs help and Billy wants to pull over. And it's because uh, she's a sexy lady. I guess this would be a thirst trap, Joe. Because it's an ambush. It's the, well, it's a, it's a trap, but a thirst trap. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I, it got me until he took <laughs> his little wig off. <laughs> yeah i said guy. the goofy one spots a lady turns out to be a guy everyone laughs at him yep it's a mohawk gang guy that's right um the gang members approach one is big right like a big dude the other is small and giggly and scrawny uh yeah and his uh, name is boa bobo joe Bo, what's his name again Bo a Bobo. Just let that just let that marinate around in your brain. It has a very like cellar door feeling. Like yeah, you know, I say cellar yeah. doors like Bo a Bobo is just Bo a Bobo. Yeah, it's um, the follow up to Day Bow Bow. <laughs> Day Bow Bow. Yeah. 
Bo, Bo, Bo. Bo, Bo, Bo. Bo. Chica, chica. It's just Dave Bow Bow with Bo, Bo. Oh, no. <laughs> so unbeautiful. Um, yeah. So I feel like the little giggly one should have gotten a name, too. But he um, didn't. Yeah, he loses his eye at some point. He gets fucked up in this uh, his movie. Name, his name is Smartass Mohawk. That's, he gets his fucking ass kicked in this movie. He really does. Um, yeah. So uh, the gang members approach, and uh, the big one grabs for the medallion off of the teacher's neck. And he gets his hand stabbed. Yeah. And then they just drive away. That's right. <laughs> yeah, which so, they could have done the whole time, really, yeah. while they were like walk, while they were approaching the car. Well, they're like, "Oh no, we're trapped!" Because in the end, they just drive away. But a couple of things, they do like a readout on Boa Bobo, because I guess everybody has like these like computers that just do, like they're like, "Oh, who is this guy?" And it just tells you it's oh, Boa Bobo and all his like stats. So he's six nine, two hundred eighty two, and he benches eight hundred pounds. Joe. Hey. He's also an expert in karate, a specific type of karate, Joe. A specific type of karate near and dear to our hearts. Sigalian karate. Is, is that, that what it says? Called? It says he's an expert in Sigalian karate. Okay. So he can do everything but stand up and sit down. And yeah. <laughs> Basically, he can sit in a chair. He can and also uh, nothing else. <laughs> That's great. That's like a fucking 10 minute course. Yeah. <laughs> like nine minutes is like figuring out how you're going to pay. It's like, all right, so this is what you got to do. You got to get a stunt double for everything. Yeah. And then you just uh, you just watch the sexy ladies have the uh, the sex, and uh, that's it. I don't even live my own drinks anymore. <laughs> that's chump stuff. That's, that's, for, that's for cowards. Um, and- <laughs> I, I like the idea of there's a movie with Steven Seagal with just, like, a guy just basically wearing Steven Seagal that just, like, moves <laughs> No, it's, it's like the uh, uh, the fucking um, uh, we we made fun of it last week. Or with America. No, with uh, the guy that wears the suit. Oh, fat man in a little suit. I think you can. No, I think you can leave. Oh, it's uh, just a guy in a Steven Seagal suit. Yeah. I know. I like the idea of a marionette Steven Seagal, actually. Okay, you need like a ton of guys. Those wires. You need like tensile steel wires. It's like uh, the the ropes they use to keep up like the Golden Gate Bridge, like suspension <laughs> bridge rope. Or what would you call that? Uh, cable. 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 Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's got to be cable status or that shit's snapping. Um, goofy one. The goofy one throws. Oh no, wait. Sorry. The car chase ensues. Right. We get a full car chase here. There's actually a lot of action in this movie. I gotta. I gotta be honest. They do a good job of of laying on the action. Uh, their car, the double dragon car, has a rocket, like rocket boosters on top. Yeah connected to some sort of like mini furnace in the car and they just throw shit in there like newspaper it's and powered that, like, by trash it's powered by trash but it's interesting how much power they managed to get from like a piece of newspaper it feels revolutionary joe really? like, like like he's literally like at one point they pull over and he just like pulls trash out of a pile and it's just like newspapers and stuff it's and, mostly paper yeah and the car just go this is revolutionary it's pretty impressive man I, I I don't know why the government's sitting on this kind of stuff. Yeah, this is the type of thing where uh, you hear about, like, oh, this man ran this runs this car on water, and then he gets killed the next day yeah. by the government. We wouldn't even need Tesla if, if this shit existed. Yeah. Um, 
But anyway, they have rocket boosters on top. The bad guys drive a military Humvee uh, that somehow keeps up. I don't know how that's possible. Uh, the goofy one uh, of the double dragons throws a map out the window and it hits the windshield. That disables it, of course, right? Oh, of course, yeah. Um, Wrong. <laughs> well, no, here's the funny part. So the map comes out and it only covers half of the, the windshield. Right. And their idea, instead of having the one guy, or instead of just like per- poking his head around, just reaching his arm out, <laughs> and grabbing it off the window. No, they have to do like CGI. Uh, they do 1990s video game Nintendo graphics attached to a telescope on a screen. It's not an LCD screen. This is like a full portable TV stuffed in the car. <laughs> Here's what I don't get to. At one point, a periscope like pops out of the top of the car. Why? Hear me out, Joe. Why doesn't the periscope just show a video on the screen and that's how they can drive? Just hear me out. Real video. Real video. Because, Jeff, this is a video game movie. Oh, okay. (laughs) So we get video game stuff. Um, And, uh, yeah, isn't there, like, there's, like, weird, like, arrows pointing on the road and stuff? It's like Star Fox when you, like, go off the path you're supposed to be on and, like, the arrows point you back. Like, that's how it (laughs) feels. It's like Star Fox stuff. But it, like, so this this periscope, like, pops up and it, like, dynamically maps everything. Yeah, it's the whole city. The whole city, yeah. And it doesn't make any sense at all. But, hey, it works. And it's with just a bumper cam, and it's not a camera. It's just, like, a CGI rendering of what the car is doing. Yeah, was that when they started, like, bumping into the other car? Yeah. Bumper cam? Yeah, bumper cam. (sighs) Jeff, hey, we watched it. Yeah. (laughs) They got us. Undoubtedly, it was something we watched. I watched – this is the third time I've watched this movie, so (laughs) they they can't complain. Yeah, they keep getting me. Uh oh, another great scene that you know this is all a video game reference is when like the guys like you suck at this, you must suck at video games, and they're like fighting over the joystick. Yeah, he's like, like you mean the- oh yeah, because like also they turn the car- a fucking five year old. <laughs> also yeah, when the periscope goes up, the car no longer works with the steering wheel. They have to use the joystick. They have to use the joystick with the little red button on top. Yeah. Um yeah, so this is all a video game. Uh, the double dragons use a spray can. To fuel their car. That actually kind of makes sense. Way more sense than newspaper. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no. And that's. It was like an easy cheese canister. Is that what he used? Yeah. But at least had some nitrous in it. I imagine. Yeah. Because they're like. Don't use it. It won't work. Yeah. Yeah. Use the the newspaper. Yeah. Use the paper. It works way better. This is a newspaper car. You can't. You can't put news. You can't put uh, real fuel in this car, only newspaper. Yeah, no, and we find out that it's correct. You can't, you can only put newspaper in it because later on, it's the the funniest thing is how this car breaks down later on, but we'll get yeah. to that. Yep. Uh, so the bad guys drive through a tight spot, right? They're all, um, I don't know what it is. They're like, there's some parked car that the double dragons manage to get through easily, but because they're driving a Humvee type thing, uh, yeah. They get they're like scraping up against the sides and stuff, and then it gets wedged and like crashed. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. They like yeah, and they like knock their wheel out or something. Like it looks like they knock the wheel off the axle. Off the axle. But, yeah. There's also lots of yelling and close-ups of mouths yelling. <laughs> Very odd choice. Yeah, like zooms in on like them screaming. It's like oh, 
uh, there's a lot of that 90s, like, ah, uh, you know, like Home Alone style reactions. Yeah. But like, yeah, there's a one point where it's just like a close up of the guy's mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, they crash, of course. The yeah. big bad uh, goes Joe, to Joe. What's his name? Oh, go, 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 go. Bo, a Bobo. Dave Babau gets out the car. He goes to fight the double dragons. Uh, a gang in bright 90s clothes shows up. Real street smart. Extremely bright 90s clothes. Uh, led by Alyssa Milano in short blonde hair. And her name is Marion. Yeah. Well, it's Miriam. But it's also like half of them were like hiding against the wall. Yes, they were. So, yeah. Half of them repel down. The other half have like trench like, coats that are all spray painted. Yeah. So they're just camouflaged. Yes. Yeah. Um, they're the power core, Jeff. Oh, no. The power core. Are they the bad guys? No, they're quite the contrary. They're the ineffective gang <laughs> street street police who are more effective than the cops. Yes, that gets that aligned later. Uh, Billy, who's the goofy one, uh, clearly likes her. And then Jimmy is the other brother. So now we have names for them. Billy and Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. uh, so is this when we talk about the pants? We need to talk about these pants, Joe. Oh, her pants with uh, where the ass is showing? No, it's not. No, That's it's not. Like You're right. It's right. It's very baggy pants. And like the section of just her upper right under the butt thigh is cut out in like these triangular patterns. Yeah. It's like so it's like she had short shorts. Yeah. And then they put, then they put like, they wrapped uh, a pant leg around, but kept that back part open. Yeah. It's like if your thighs overheat easily, like these are the type of pants you would wear. You're at, yeah, right. The, not your thighs, but your ass, like cup, the bottom of the cup. <laughs> if that gets too sweaty, you want to let it breathe. You buy these pants. They're atrocious, but I guarantee you there were millions of people wearing these in the 90s. I, I don't think so. So here's the thing, too. She wears these short shorts, but then there's, like, they attach to um, uh, spray-painted pants. So yeah. are the pants part of, like, a disguise, and why can't she just wear regular pants? Because uh, she has to blend in. She has to blend in with her back turned. It is interesting that when she had her back turned, her giant bottom of her ass cheeks or, like, her, her upper back thighs weren't clearly visible against the wall like just two floating pairs of thighs because she was wearing the 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 jacket oh she takes that off at some point here yeah she takes it off after she turns around i see i see um anyway marion says time's up to uh day babel the dds live with their karate teacher okay so now we're back at the theater did you want to talk about that scene at all anymore um, I think that's it. We we missed that they're called uh, the Lee Brothers, Ugg and Home, which is uh, very funny. Uh, uh, who is? They, uh, Boa Bobo calls them Ugg and Home. The Lee oh. Brothers, Ugly and Homely. Oh, that's right. And then they use that later on. They adopt that name. Yeah. So, yeah. So I just thought that was good. That's all. Okay. Uh, the DDs, Double Dragons live with their karate teacher in an abandoned movie theater, which would be cause for concern if the society wasn't crumbling all around them. <laughs> um, she adopted them. 
after their dad died. Mm-hmm. Uh, she split the medallion herself and hid the other half where no one would ever find it. Uh, and then Billy says, Jimmy's underwear. <laughs> waka waka. But here's the thing, Joe. She didn't split it in half. The guy who made it split it in half. Yeah, and she didn't hide it where no one would ever find it. She hid it where <laughs> someone found it very quickly. Both halves have been found. So Yeah. One of them's on her neck. Like, yeah, that, that's, no one's going to find that. Yeah, and she just, like, has it out all over the place. Like, yeah. they're like, wait, that nobody will find that thing that you're showing everybody? So yeah. she goes she goes the, like, Doctor Strange route of protecting it. Like, she just wears it with her all the time. Yeah, no, but the Doctor Strange thing is at least subtle because it's like no one will ever notice this. It just kind of looks like a fancy piece, piece of jewelry that clearly looks like half a medallion. Yeah, they're like, is that a single dragon? <laughs> it's like got that jagged cut down the middle that like all fake medallions have. Yeah, it's it's, it's like, is that half of a BFF, a best friends forever necklace? Right. Yeah. It's also made that way. So when they make the toy, you can make little locks and latches on oh, it yeah. in the crevices. Of course. Little click together. Uh, anyway, the medallion brings out the power inside of you. Uh, she gives the one that flies off the handle possession of the medallion. <laughs> she gives it to Billy, who like can't stop from nugging people and getting into fucking trouble. Uh, instead of Jimmy, who's clearly the more put together one. <laughs> yeah, he's just like a person. And and Billy's like a he's like a caricature of like a, every bad guy in every Nickelodeon show. <laughs> he's like a 25 year old version of the kid ninjas from Three Ninjas. Like, yes. Like they never grew up mentally. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, anywho, now we're back at Shuko's compound. Uh, and the big bad is meeting with Shuko, and his name is uh, Dave Bao Bao, as we said. Mm-hmm. Uh, they take him to the basement full of all the science stuff. Full science stuff, yeah. And they experiment on him, and they put him in the iron press chair that will give him the strength of 20 men. It's like this chair that presses over him and compresses him into a giant mutant, I guess. To give him submolecular steroids. But here's the thing. So we've learned that Bo Bobo can bench press 800 pounds. Mm-hmm. He's being led around by his pinkies and he's like afraid for his life. Yeah, he starts like yelling the exaggerated 90s yell, as I said before, yeah. when he sees the chair. But yeah, you're right. Why is he not doing anything? All of these people are infinitely smaller than him. Yeah. Also, a couple things. One, Lash turned on the lights and it hurt his eyes. Him being uh, huh. a puko. Or Koga Puko, as they call him later on. Uh-huh, yeah. Is he a vampire? Like, what's going on there? I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't like light. That does get highlighted in the movie. But later why? I just, it's a great question. <laughs> I don't think it, the answers are given. Um, okay. Um, another thing, yeah, they take him downstairs. Oh, and uh, he, um, Robert Patrick says an amazing line. Your incompetent sticks needles in the flesh of my honor. Like, there are certain mm. lines he says in this movie that it's like, that does not belong in that this. That was wordy. <laughs> yeah, this, that's for a different movie. That sure was wordy. Um, I also like that none of the four people, if you combine their body weights, would equal 800 pounds. <laughs> like, you should be able to bench press all of these guys. He can throw once. all of these people around very easily. Because Huey and Lewis are, like, 
They're slight frames. They're maybe not, 90 pounds each. <laughs> yeah, they're slight and they're not tall guys. Uh, Lash, the actress, is uh, she's on General Hospital at the time, right. so that tells you. And Robert Patrick, he's like the biggest he's of them. A small he's, man. <laughs> yeah, he's like maybe 190 pounds. If Tops. if if he's six two, he's 190 pounds. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. Yes. He the suit is giant on him. Oh, I mean, it's the just suit is amazing. It's overwhelming him. Uh, anywho, Marion, we go to her house. She wears a red wig around her dad and family. Uh, her brother tries to extort her because her brother knows she's wearing the wig. So she tries to get 20 bucks and she says, no deal. And he's like, okay, five bucks. She's like, get out of here. Here's what I don't understand. Why doesn't she just have blonde hair? Because that's, that was illegal. In the it was 90s. illegal to have blonde hair? <laughs> It was illegal for girls to change their hair oh, color. Oh, okay. If you didn't know that. I didn't. That's good to know. So it was illegal to have dyed hair in the 90s. She also has a short hair, which would imply lesbianism, which was also illegal in the early 90s. Oh, okay. So this is really making sense now. Yeah, yeah. She lives in a very uh, oppressive culture. Oh, and also they were. she was watching the news and there's a press conference about Madonna divorcing Tom Arnold. And vice, <laughs> and they mentioned Vice President Jerry Brown. I love how they just like this was also a thing in the '90s where they're like, in the future, all of our celebrities will be so weird. But it's the same celebrities. It's not like all new celebrities. Yeah, no, it's Madonna. Yeah. It's like Madonna lives for 30 more years. Well, Madonna's still alive. She is still alive. Yes. Yeah. So is Tom Arnold. But it's like in 2007, nobody cares about like Madonna and Tom Arnold. It's like right. Rachel Bilson and Robert Pattinson. I mean, there's, <laughs> people don't even care about that anymore. <laughs> like, well, oh, I mean, you mean in 2007? 2007. Yeah, 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 it's it's all new celebrities, and now it's like yeah. Zendaya and, uh, and some actor with like a, a symbol. As oh, Timothy name. Chalamet. Everybody, <laughs> everybody now is just Zendaya and Timothy Chalamet. That's right. Every, all the actors and actresses today have uh, names of like wines, <laughs> wine types. <laughs> Did you, Joe, did you see the trailer for the new movie? It stars uh, Pinot Noir and Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> Cabernet Sauvignon. I hear Cabernet Sauvignon's going places. Up and comer. Real up and comer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you heard about that new actor just called Syrah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so pretentious. So, so, so pretentious. Uh, anywho, Marion's dad, he's a cop. And uh, he fondly remembers the days of Rodney King when the police ruled the streets. Well, they could just do whatever they wanted. Now these gangs. Now it's all these gangs. And she says, please, no, not the Uzi story again. <laughs> right. He's torturing his kids with Uzi stories. This is when I realized something, Joe. So the police can't work at night. Like, they can't do anything. Yeah. So why is L.A. a dystopia? Because of an earthquake, right? Yeah. Presumably, and the flooding. Presumably a localized issue. Mm-hmm. California still exists, right? Uh, a lot of America, I imagine, was, still exists. And were you going to say yes? I was going to say the United States of America <laughs> still exists, right? Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like you can't be like, okay, so L.A. is just gone now. <laughs> L.A. is <laughs> right. lost to the gangs. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, San Diego, you're the new L.A. <laughs> That's just the way it is. Uh, it, well, no, because of the flooding, Joe. San Diego's gone, too. San Diego's it's, gone as well. It's well, like Bakersfield. You're the new L.A. Vegas is right there, you know? Yeah, like, whatever you want. Um, You're right. 
all of that exists. Um, but no, LA is this post-apocalyptic wasteland. That is a really like 90s reaction though, and 80s reaction. We're like, LA meant everything. Oh yeah, and that's what I was gonna say too. It's like if it's a post-apocalyptic wasteland, Vanna White's leaving, George Hamilton's leaving, Andy Dick's leaving. All these people are they're out of there. Yeah, Andy Dick's at least hitching a ride with Ben Stiller and getting exactly. out of there. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, Shuko, he arrives at the theater where the DDs are, the Double Dragons. He reveals his real name is Geisman, and he culturally appropriated Shuko. No way. Dude, yeah. Uh, (laughs) You mean Koga Shuko was not Robert Patrick's given name in this universe. Koga Shuko. (laughs) Yeah, Robert Patrick wasn't named Koga Shuko at the hospital on his (laughs) birthday. Well, what's great is he says uh, nobody wants to party with Victor Geisman, which it's like, dude, the richest people in the world are named like Bill Gates. And yeah. like Elon Musk is kind of a cool name. Like that, it's a dude, cool name. You throw around a vaguely Jewish sounding name in L.A. in the 90s, you're going to you're yeah. you're going to get a lot of friends. That's true. Geisman. Yeah. Like, come on. Everybody he has, has to, to be a producer or a cousin of one. Yeah. Might as well call him Victor Gould. Oh, there you go. Uh, the DDs defeat Shuko's gang with their crouching McCulkin technique. So what I mean by that is they're swinging paint cans. <laughs> they're throwing volleyballs. They're setting up tar on the stairs. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. So, like, Koga Shuko's, like, guys, like, invade this uh, theater where they live. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, Jimmy does, like, real martial arts. Yeah. And like hand to hand combat. Billy, like he gets a guy tripping on gumballs. Like you said, he throws paint cans. Yep. He like he just goes. Yeah, he, he Macaulay Culkins. And actually later on, Robert Patrick Macaulay Culkins, but in a different way. He gets his home alone on, oh, which good. we'll talk about. But yeah, it's it's like uh, um, Billy. Yeah, Billy does just like madcap stuff. And Jimmy does like actual. He fills it in with the real martial arts. Fighting. Because. Uh, Mark Dacascos knows martial arts and Scott Wolf does not. Like, he, does that's not. A, he just does not. He clearly does not. Um, one of the henchmen has a white spot on his hair that looks suspiciously like a yarmulke. Joe, every, everything's, if everything's a yarmulke, nothing's a yarmulke. <laughs> nothing's a yarmulke. Even something that's clearly a yarmulke. Even that's not a yarmulke. Um, I thought it was only one of them. It turns out both of them, because they are twins, also have this white spot. Uh, Shuko keeps calling her Lotus Flower, and he's gonna get me too. Yeah, he not only me too, but he's gonna get uh, culturally pro- canceled for cultural appropriation. Like he's pushing the lines of uh, modern Twitter culture here. Joe, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go on a limb here. Uh, the bad guy in this movie, problematic. Patriarchy. <laughs> he's uh, he's not invited to the cookout, Joe. Yes. <laughs> Um, um, also, you know what have defeated Billy and Jimmy? What? A gun. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the most powerful guy in L.A. can't get his hands on a gun. I don't, just, I don't buy that. Just one? It is <laughs> one. Just be like, yeah, it's really cute. I have a gun. One of them's throwing fucking volleyballs. <laughs> you don't have to beat a volleyball. A gun. A gun. <laughs> With, bullets. With bullets? One a, bullet. One bullet. <laughs> Uh, One bullet per dragon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> two. Two in the chamber. 
Um, Roided Monster arrives. Joe, his name is Boa Bobo. His name is Dave Bao Bao. His name is Dave Bao Bao. He arrives, scares the double dragons. Uh, they did not expect this. He never really fights as much as he just kind of walks slowly. <laughs> Bo Bobo just kind of... He lurks. <laughs> he has like a... Almost like a fat uh, cobra hood thing. Like around his neck. His like, neck I don't know. muscles. Those, but those aren't neck muscles, Joe. They're like on the side of his head. Uh, they are like built up roided neck muscles, right? Like if somebody had a a really aggressive. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they are like. They're just, not his traps or anything. Like they're not traps. They're just like out of the side of his tumors. head. They're tumors. <laughs> they're they look tumors. like uh, the King Tut hat thing, but it's all flesh. Yes. Yeah. Disgusting. Disgusting. Day bow bow. Almost as disgusting as a white man calling himself Kogashuka. That's right. Or or a man thinking he can get away calling some lady lotus, lotus flower, flower for Come decades. Your time's up. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, he gets taken out by a boxing body bag. They throw a body bag at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he falls into a pit of uh, foam. <laughs> He falls into, like, the pit that was on Guts. <laughs> like, you'd swing over a rope on it on Guts. And he gets knocked out. He's out cold. Yeah. Oh, no, he's not out cold. He's, like, he's like moving around like a turtle on its back. Like, he's just yeah, kind of like... Those neck tumors are weighing him down. So he's just kind of, like, you're right. He's like... Yeah. Also, one thing we missed that was I thought was a good bit. They, like, hit... I think it's Kogashuko. They hit him. And he goes through a paper wall. Like, I was like, all right, that's a good, uh, that's a good bit. Because it looked like a wall. Yeah, it looked like a wall, but it was just paper. Yeah. Uh, I do like it. He, like, comes back through and he's, like, straightening. Yeah, he's out. like, how dare you? <laughs> the fuck? Um, Lotus Flower is actually Shuko. So Lotus Flower shows up. Okay, yeah. she's like, give me the medallion. And they're like, wait a minute, you gave this to me. And he's like, ah, and it's Shuko. It's Shuko. She's, he's like, hey, you sound like uh, Robert Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> why do you why do you sound different? Yeah, why do you sound uh, like Robert Patrick? Or something? Yeah, her name is uh, Satori Amada. Yeah, we should use her real name <laughs> instead of Lotus Flower, which I kept writing. Um, anyway, they lock him in a cage. Oh, wait, this needs to be explained. So Robert Patrick has entered... Uh, What's her name? Lotus Flower's body. Yeah, talk about me tooing. <laughs> he's entered, yes. Uninvited entering of her he, body. He possesses her, Joe. Okay, yes. He possesses her. You said that he, in the worst way possible. He you're controls like, he, you're her. like, he enters her. He controls her. He possesses her. He's a demon. He's a ghost. Yeah, there's a real power imbalance here. There's like, you know... Although later on there is a uh, uh, we'll get to it. I'm yeah. like Joe, all these Me Too jokes are bad, and I was like, wait, I have one later. No, there's several to be yeah. made. <laughs> um, they lock him in a cage, okay? Mm-hmm. They slash her. Uh, Shuko then uh, gets out of her. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, he leaves her, and um, she's still stuck in the cage. <laughs> she's still in the cage. Yes, yes. Uh, Shuko used his shadow power 
to take over Lotus. Joe, the cage is a metaphor for the patriarchy. Yes, yes. The inescapable cage of... He put her into the patriarchy, and then he could just leave whenever he wants. He could just leave whenever he wants and come back, right? Yeah, and the constant cracking of his knuckles, which always made me crack his knuckles, Joe, Mm -hmm. uh, um, white fragility. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) White, white, white knuckle fragility. That's right. Uh, Yes, Shuko... Uh, has shadow powers, as I said. He then lights the theater on fire. He's like, that was a bad decision. And they're like, why? And he's like, so I'm about to burn this motherfucker down. And he, like, <laughs> throws a... I don't know. He, does he just create a fire with his, well, like, snap? Or does he have a lighter? Dewey and Lewis, like, they cut to them, like, putting gasoline everywhere. And then there's... Uh, at some point, they just start throwing bricks and a gas main gets hit. And so right. he just, like, flick, does that classic, like, flicking a match or whatever right, into the fire. And then that's what happens. And he ghosts out of there. He and Lash is, is, yeah, and Lash is just, like, standing there. He sticks there. around. Yeah, she's just, like, standing there. <laughs> he sticks around to get this gem out, though. Oh, my intentional. God. Are you ready? <laughs> I just realized, Joe. What? She has a whip. Yes. And <laughs> her name is Lash. That. Yes. She's whip- yes. Oh, my God. Whiplash, baby. You gotta I hate keep, this. You gotta keep your uh, eyes open for yeah. those uh, puns in the '90s. What's Boa Boba button for? Uh, it's it's an anagram <laughs> for, for boob for Dave <laughs> for Boa boob for Boa boob a boob bow boob Boa yeah boob Boa. Uh, anyway, he lights the theater on fire. She sticks around to say this gem looks like it's getting hot in here. And so she lets herself in. All your clothes. She's like, I'll be here all the whole week. <laughs> she leaves. Like, tip your waiter. Oh, wait, no, I'm leaving. Never mind. Right. Um, they spring Satori uh, from the cage, but she's and Satori is Lotus Flower. Same, mm-hmm. dude, same thing for you guys uh, from the cage. But she stays back to fight Shuko. She mm-hmm. stays in the Who's burning. He's still building. there. He's still there. He ghosted out and now he's back. Um. Because he can just come and leave whenever he wants. Uh, anyway, he knocks her out, and the building explodes. <laughs> she gets locked in there, and the whole building explodes. Yep, all done. Now she's dead. Uh, Shuko says he'll get the medallion through the gangs somehow. I don't, I don't know how that's possible. Yeah, he just will. Don't worry about it. That's not where it is. It's funny because like the Double Dragons are right there. They've lost their mentor slash parent figure. He could just go get the. He could just walk across the street. That's where the medallion is. Yeah, he doesn't. No, he gets to rally all the gangs of New York to go after these two kids. First of all, Los Angeles, Joe. Sorry. <laughs> gangs of New York. <laughs> He's got to get. Uh, who's in that? Who's in that? Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah. You got to. You got to. John the C. Riley. You got to piece the butcher. <laughs> But yeah, they're just out there. They're helpless. They're children. They're both like teenagers. Yeah. Um. And he's like, you know what? I have to uh, I get out of army. <laughs> I got to make this more difficult on myself. Right. Uh. Shuko. Uh. Yeah. He drives off. Uh. Marion's brother. We go back to the, the house. Marion's brother has an Oculus. Not fair. Yeah. I wrote he has an Oculus that. Uh. He. Just kind of does a roller coaster thing in. Yeah, is he flying or is it a roller coaster? It's a roller coaster. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like he would just throw up. 
Like having used a VR headset, he would just throw up if it was a roller coaster. Dude, like I that would be a vomit from, machine at that point. Yeah, I almost threw up from that like Virtual Boy thing. It just basically turned the screen red. <laughs> you know, yeah. 90s brains were not made for that. I actually, have you tried an Oculus yet? I have an Oculus. Oh, no way. Really? Is it fun? It's pretty fun. It's pretty limited on what it does, but yeah. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, I get afraid of trying to. I I always intimidate myself out of trying that at the mall. It's uh it's fun. It, uh, there's a couple games. There's like a pretty cool Star Wars game where you can be like a Jedi, and you can like yeah. do Jedi stuff. And then there's a like a beat game where you have like a, basically like swords and you like swing them to the beat, but you have to like swing through these boxes that are flying at you at like a certain angle. So you're like doing all this like sword stuff. And then um, dance fruit ninja. Yeah, Advanced Fruit Ninja. And then there's, like, some educational stuff. Like, you can go into, like, a pyramid, which is pretty cool. But <laughs> it's it's still, like, very, like, young in its applications. There's not a whole lot to do. But what you can do is pretty cool. Very interesting. I heard you can play poker on that, too. Do, like, live poker. I have not tried that because that would get... Like, I can only do it, like, five to ten minutes at a time. I couldn't be, like, running back to check what my hand is. Right. <laughs> um. Anyway, this kid has an Oculus in 1994, and he's lower middle class from what I can tell. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're eating Shuko, po- or Shuko Krispies. <laughs> Shuko Pops, yeah. Um, so the guy who plays the mutant in every movie fucking ever <laughs> is the leader of the Maniacs, who are the rowdiest gang in town. Do you have his name for us? That would be Michael Berryman. Yes. Credited as Maniac Leader. And yeah. he has these weird, like, figures drawn on his forehead yes he has like weird tattoo type things on his forehead yeah but imagine being this guy and like your whole career is made because you are one of the most hideous people (laughs) on earth yeah you are you are deformed but not so deformed that we feel bad about casting in our movie yeah you're like just deformed enough you're passively deformed like if you go through his credits on like imdb you know they have the pictures he's like uh ed gein Uh, he's in a movie called auntie lee's meat pies and i'm sure he's a oh there he is with the chainsaw and uh the lead of the hills have eyes yes voyage (laughs) of the rock aliens um here he is in one flew over the cuckoo's nest x-files there you go yeah (laughs) and they're like oh cool he's like am i gonna be like an fbi agent he's like no you're gonna be a mutant (laughs) yeah here he is as an alien in star trek and they didn't do much to him it's like, oh, am I going to be like a crew member? No, and uh, a mutant. You're, <laughs> You're going to be a mutant. You're a freak. Devil's Rejects, Joe, another one. Devil's Rejects, a classic. Oh, my God. Um, he plays a guy that talks about fucking chickens in that movie, I believe. Uh, anyway. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Moving on. Um, uh, Giant. Wait, wait, no. What's happening here? Shuko arrives at well, the first... maniac stronghold. First, the maniac guy says, who is this Kungus Bokasik who says he's going to unite the gangs? And I listened to it a million times to get. Yeah, he says Kungus Bokasik. Bokasik. Which, which I guess is supposed to be Kogashuko, but it's Kungus Bokasik, which he's white, but it still feels racist. Like, yeah, <laughs> Robert Patrick is still white, but it still feels racist. Well, Cossack is a slur, I believe. Cossack? Yeah, isn't it Cossack or Cossack? Uh, no, that's not a slur. A Cossack. No, that's like saying like a Hessian is a slur. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Cossacks were just like people. 
Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, he, this guy doesn't last long. Shuko arrives, strangles him as a shadow. He's like, goes into shadow form. You're like, oh, is he going to do something really cool? He literally just chokes him for like yeah. five minutes. <laughs> he could have just done that with his hand. He could have just walked up to him and done that. Um, but anyway, he kills him. Then he takes over the, the maniacs. They love it at the uh, at the stronghold. Joe, they're maniacs. They're maniacs. Uh and next stop, he's got to go find the Warriors. Uh, Wait, hold on, Joe. The maniac guy, he says, I'm in control. And he says, you snarf. Like, why is he what? talking like this? <laughs> you snarf. Like, he calls him a snarf. snarf. Like, I don't understand, like, why. Uh, there was a show called, um, uh, not the Smurfs, the Snorks. Okay. Right? And they said snork? Well, I Joe, that's. That's because of the. I smart. think it was a character called a snarf. All right. Well. Anyway. I'm not buying that, but I just would like to say that this is also a scene that has been left in the 80s and 90s, like a scene of just like every single person that's in an organization just like ah, yep. just like banging and clanging and screaming. Yeah. Like that's. Yeah, we got a lot of that in Samurai Cop, as I recall. Oh yeah, but it's just like yeah, everybody in the organization just like ah. Actually, now that I think about it, there was that scene in, oh, God, did you watch the movie where um, they do, like, the ever-increasing dares challenges no. movie? It's uh, it's very pink. Uh, Nerve. Have you seen Nerve? Mm-mm. Oh, it kind of ends that with one of those, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's an ever-increasing game of truth or dare um, where it ends, like, where part of it they have to, like, walk across, like, a tightrope. Or, like, somebody gets killed. Ah. Yeah. It made okay. me dizzy. Anyways, they have one of those scenes. Right. Yeah, that's a classic. It's a good time filler, I think. Uh, so the giant mutant monster, back to him, uh, uh, De Bobo, uh, somehow has survived, okay, his his uh, fall into the foam bricks. And uh, <laughs> How did he survive that, Joe? He the was, DD, no, actually, no, that's not why he somehow survived. The fucking building exploded. <laughs> hey, yeah, wait a second. And then the DDs are, like, helping him up, basically. Ridiculous. Um, Now, they're by the water, the DDs, uh, Double Dragons, and they're fixing their car, or they're going fishing, I can't tell. But Jimmy throws Billy's tackle box into the water. I thought that was a lunchbox. I think it's a tackle box. Anyways, Billy has a lunchbox, but their engine is fried because it's filled with uh, easy cheese. <laughs> right. That I laughed so hard. There are certain things in this movie where I was like, ah, yes. Like, good. like filling the engine with easy cheese is such a great like Chekhov's gun. Like it completely like undoes uh, the rage I felt by these stupid like buildings being held up by these jacks that the never jacks. pays off <laughs> by having their engine filled with easy cheese. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Um, anyway, they argue about planning. Billy doesn't like plans. It's not his forte. Uh, they also argue about the difference between ugly and homely, right? Because they're like, no, wait, you're ugly. Like, no, you're ugly. I'm homely. Yeah. And they both mean the same thing, don't they? They mean the exact same thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, the gangs have found the double dragons, they all have mohawks and they start banging on cars. We get another, you know, rally cry. Of all it's because of the mohawk gang, Joe. 
fight breaks out, brawl breaks out. Uh, but they're not all the Mohawk gang. No, there's others there, too. Did you look in the background of this massive gang fight against Billy and Jimmy? No. In the background, there's people, they're just like, just fill in the scene. Like, you're not a part of this. Just watching? Just fill in the scene. Well, there's like, they're probably like, do something menacing. At one point, there's a woman in like a business suit, just like swinging a purse. Like, it's like a, (laughs) like a flail. Like, she's just swinging a purse in the background. It's so, like. Go back and watch the scene again and just watch the people <laughs> in the back. It's clear that they were told, you're not a part of this, um, but you have to look menacing. Because there's points where Billy and Jimmy come very close to them, and they're just like, uh, I can't. I'm not supposed to do anything. Yeah. Like, yeah this woman just, like, spinning a purse in the background. That's great. I mean, between the costumes of the gangs and the power core, it, like, because they're all dressed differently. Yeah. Like, it just looks like they just raided a costume like a costume closet and got everything they could find so much of this movie looks like they they used all the budget and then they're like all right we have 50 dollars left for costumes let's go to goodwill (laughs) right exactly um so one of the gang members is in a sweater vest as i said before another's in a mailman uniform they actually talk about the mailman one (laughs) like they're like i haven't seen a mailman fall off a, a side of a building like that before Whatever. So it's so weird. Um, also, I want to talk about the clown gang's uh, gloves, but um, it's mm-hmm. so weird that the postman just like jumps off the side of like a two and a half story like silo. <laughs> just like that. Unpaved. That's his move is to just fall on them. He's just hoping to hit one. Yeah. And they're just like, ah, just get out of the way. And it's all done. Right. Uh, so they hide in a boat shed to get away from all these these gang members. And the gang starts kicking it to pieces because this thing's raggedy. Because it's a boat shed. It's a raggedy boat shed. Uh, Billy finds a motorcycle and immediately breaks it. He's like, hey, look at this. (laughs) He just fucking falls to pieces. Um yeah, but I like it because, like, like he's like, Jimmy's like, you don't know how to drive that. And he's like, don't I? Then like he turns it and just falls apart. It just falls apart. (laughs) Yeah, that part was great. Um so Jimmy pokes a gang member's eye out with a metal pipe. It's the giggly guy. It's so brutal, dude. He so he like pokes a hole and he's like, I can see you, and he goes, No, you can't. He just rams a pole through his eye. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts screaming. <laughs> of course, like, dude. He got his eye run through by a pole. Um anyway, Jimmy and Billy ride off in a boat, get chased by jet skis. Uh, because, of course, there's got to be jet skis. Uh, the jet skis have guns on them, but those guns fire rockets, Jeff. Yeah, w- which I don't know why. It feels very, like, dangerous to have a missile on a jet ski. Yeah. And also, how can they fire more than, like, one? <laughs> yeah, they just have the one. The rocket's, like, the size of the barrel. Well, Joe, the rocket is bigger than the barrel. Let's be clear. That's true. Like, the, the barrel's, like, maybe three to four inches around. The rocket's five to six inches. Like, it's right, it's right. too big. Uh, Jimmy, uh, bu- 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 oh, a tour boat passes by. Uh, All right, Joe, oh. before the tour boat passes by, I have problems. Okay. Joe, what major, um, Los Angeles, uh, uh, landmark? I think, landmark, thank you. Do they drive right past that is 20 feet from them? Uh, I don't know. I, I missed that. The Hollywood sign. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hollywood sign is 1,500 feet in the air. Mm -hmm. So Los Angeles is under 1,500 feet of water? Apparently, yes. Joe, there would be no California. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's true. There would be no, like, streets anymore. They'd all be in boats. Yeah, the new coastal city would be, like, Lake Tahoe. Like, that would be the new coastal city. Right, like Boise, Idaho. Yeah. I went through, I tried to find, like, what the United States would look like with that much uh, water, water level rise. It only goes to 10 feet. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it, it doesn't even go to, like, 100. Like, you can't, you know how you can do, like, just, you can do stuff to the extremes? Like, you can't even do that. They're like, no, we stop at 10. Nice. But I wanted to know what 1,500 feet of water looks like. Um but yeah, they go down Hollywood Boulevard, Man's Chinese Theater, and then the tour boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tour boat passes by. Rocket fires, misses, causes a gasoline fire on the water, and yeah. then a trash fire. Yeah, and it's 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 the water is flammable, which is it was a good bit earlier in the movie that we kind of passed by where they're like doing the like think of a homeless person in a movie, fifty-five gallon dr- drum fire. Mm-hmm. They're doing that fire, but to like stoke it they like get water from the river and put it on the fire and it like if oh i missed that yeah so they do that like right before the jet ski scene to kind of like set up that it's flammable oh nice Um, yeah and then this huge explosion um huge explosion they filmed this on the cuyahoga river in ohio and they're like hey can we do this and they're like absolutely not (laughs) all right we're just gonna do it yeah dude this is like maybe the biggest explosion we've seen yet in all the action movies, this is a humongous explosion. But this is a, this is one of those multi-level explosions, you know, where it's like, like Joe, a nuclear submarine blew up in Fate of the Furious. I guess that's true. <laughs> well, I got to shit on my brain. Joe, if you want to this talk is, about Joe, yeah. if you want to talk about biggest bomb, the assignment. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you, this is your first episode, look up The Assignment, Full Frontal Nudity. Thank me later. <laughs> or listen to the Reactionaries podcast. on the. Nah, don't do that, because we get very mad. We didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even fun, mad. We didn't enjoy it. We were very, like, angry at each other. Yeah. You <laughs> were trying to, like, I think 15 I, minutes was us trying to settle who chose the movie. <laughs> at the end of the movie, we were like, all right, we need to have criteria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need to have standards here. This is ridiculous. Um, anywho, big explosion, very unexpected for this movie, which is not like it's been an action movie, but it hasn't had like major, like budgetary. It hasn't been like, uh, yeah, a uh, John Woo action movie. Right. Um, so the boat smashes into uh, a highway sign. <laughs> so, yeah, they're like, oh, that'll that'll get you. And then they just drive straight into the highway side, Billy and Jimmy, and then they're dead because they explode. explodes and they survive. I don't know how that's possible. But then they, yeah, they, they it explodes and they're like, all right, I guess they're dead. All the like gangs. And then like they poke their heads up from the water like, ha, I bet they think we're dead. And I'm like, that's because you are. <laughs> yeah, you're basically dead. And they talk about how, you know, this river through L.A. is full of toxic sludge. It's basically yeah. Montezuma's revenge. But since it's L.A., Joe, uh, Harvey Weinstein's revenge. That's how what they should have named it. I, I'm just looking for something that would have aged very well. Yeah. <laughs> OK. I listen Milana's listening. She's like, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. Alyssa Milano, uh, if you're listening, please come on to talk about your pants. Please do. Explain the pants. Um anyway. And the hair. What was that about? Did you see Robert Patrick? You're like, he's not the only one that gets to do this. Yeah. 
Um, anywho, they smash into the highway sign. They survive. Uh, the gangs are now attacking the police. It just, we just cut to riot footage. And uh, it's just real, like, L.A. riots footage. <laughs> like, they just cut it's possible, yeah. Footage. Um, the, truce, the truce is over. A-cab. A-cab. Yeah, they all go A-cab. The truce is over, man. And it's like, the truce with gangs is very funny. Like, I just keep thinking about it. Like, if you make a truce with gangs, you have lost. You're yeah. there... The police officers are there to basically make sure gangs don't exist. Yeah, gangs are, like, naturally inclined to be unruly and not be ruled by, like, a central source. So, like, how are you going to make a truce with, like, all of them? <laughs> yeah. It's like, where are there, like, gang accords? Like, is there, like, a gang NATO? Yeah, there's some gang. With? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the media humanizes the gangs, but they also rush home before sundown. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. What I love, too, is, yeah, the gangs, there's like accords and like the gangs like abide by the accords. They're like, yeah. all right, we don't do anything before sundown. Yeah, but and they don't show any of those accords, right? Like yeah. they don't really show it. Uh, Double Dragon prequel where they the, the tough negotiations of the accords like it's yeah. like a like a like a courtroom drama. But like it's the Camp tough. David Accords, yes. like the LAPD and the <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of like like scenes of them just walking through like a garden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of like slow with like their hands clasped behind their back. <laughs> right. With, like a group of them, you know, talking about how it, it's great for it to have peace in our time. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the media likes to humanize them. They're like, hey, maybe they're all they all just have problems. Maybe they just had a tough break. They're <laughs> like, do the gangs need a hug? <laughs> and then he's like, uh, you know, it's six o'clock. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's literally what happens. They're asking. So the media is interviewing the the police chief, uh, listen, Milano's dad. And he's like, you guys know it's sundown in 23 minutes. And they're like, oh, 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 ah, like the get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> they all rush to their houses. Uh, Shuko is berating his twin, uh, his twin. No, sorry. Shuko is berating his twin anti-Semitic thugs. Uh, they enjoy some double mint gum, as all twins of the 90s did. <laughs> that's what they were going for there. Yeah, because they put gum in their mouth at the same time. But it's very funny because that's a good bit. And they, he also asks them question while they're chewing and one nods yes and the other one nods no. Right. <laughs> Which is a, a, a yeah. solid. Yeah. But terrible bit here because they go, Huey Lewis, <coughs> any news? Because of Huey Lewis and the news. And the news. And their last album before this was five years before that. Uh-huh. Like, Joe, let's write a movie with the characters named, like, Imagine and Dragons. Oh, yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought for a second there you were going to break into the American Psycho speech. And oh, just no. kind of, like, hustle off screen and, like, grab a raincoat and an axe. <laughs> you can't see it because this is audio medium, but I'm doing the little uh, Patrick Bateman shuffle. shuffle. Yeah. That's how I just should just start dancing to every song and like pointing to it and be like, uh, uh good, right? And then you just kind of like back hustle out, yeah. shuffle off screen. And people are like, what are you doing? <laughs> what is this? Is this a bit? Um, anyway, Shuko uh, calls the police chief, Marion's dad, to set up a meeting. Uh, Jimmy wants to ask Marion for help. Uh, but, uh, Billy, wait, no, right. not Jimmy. Billy wants to ask Marion for help. Yeah. Jimmy hold on, doesn't... Joe. Two things. One, uh, great line. I, I missed this cause I was, I got distracted by the Patrick Bateman thing. Uh, uh-huh. and then, uh, 
Great line from Roger, Robert Patrick here. I just want total domination of a major American city. Is that too much to ask? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Great line. And then, then he says, he who cannot adapt shall perish, which is not a saying, but it sounds like one. Yeah, that sounds like it's from the Art of War or something. Yeah, it's yeah, it sounds like Art of War, but the closest I can find is H.G. Wells, which is adapt or perish as na- as ever is nature's uh, inexorable imperative, which is not what he says. It's close, but it's not what he says. I believe Brad Pitt also says that in Moneyball, right? He goes, adapt or die. Yeah, so. Uh, Jimmy. But now they're back to arguing about Miriam. Sorry, I got distracted. Marion, right? It's Miriam. Miriam. It's Miriam. Miriam? Marion. Biblical name? Marion. Marion Delaria. It's Marion. Yeah, like Maid Marion. Uh, Marion is force feeding the mutant Wait, monster. Wait, it's not Maid Marianne? No. <laughs> what? It's ridiculous. Maid Marion. <laughs> We're moving on. Marion is force feeding the mutant monster, Day Babau, spinach <laughs> by the ladleful. As she's gluttoning him, Joe. She's gluttoning him. <laughs> But guess what? It uh, it's a punishment for everyone because he's farting like a madman. That's, that's what I want to know. Is he? Is she just like making him just like crap his pants? Like that's the torture. This is how. Yes. Also, this is how you know it's a kids movie because that's directed directly to kids. Like oh, Joe, kids who don't want to eat their spinach. spinach. Yeah, force feeding him spinach till he farts, Joe. As we're in our 30s, uh, spinach and farting are two of the major things that we do. I mean, yes. spinach is great for you. Farting helps with the indigestion. It's great. Also, this is the perks of being an adult. This is part one of a two-part theory that I have that Alyssa Milano is the most sadistic uh, torturer in the history of movies. Okay. So here's one. We've got her. She's she's doing gluttony from Seven. She is, yes. Which you haven't seen Seven. He force feeds him spaghetti? Uh, he just force feeds him, period. <laughs> I thought it was spaghetti. Oh, they find it him has pieces of metal in it. And they find him in a plate of spaghetti is what it was. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, John, John Doe force feeds um, gluttony. The guy. Fat who died, guy. Yeah. Uh, fat guy. Yeah. So um, this, this is part one. And then part two comes later that I think Alyssa Milano in this movie might be one of the most sadistic kill, uh, torturers in the history of cinema. Oh no. D- does she pelt him with Brussels sprouts? <laughs> But no, she's doing gluttony. Joe, yeah. Seven is considered one of the like most like viscerally insane movies ever. Yeah. She takes a page out of that book. She takes a page out of another viscerally insane movie later on. This one's more disturbing, too, because you imagine John Doe, like maybe he's reading some scripture and he's very like even keel. She's like, ah, na, 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 yeah. la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah, like you imagine like John Doe. So he has some sort of like biblical calling he's crazy but he has an ethos purpose he has a purpose he is he is fulfilling the punishment for those who embody the seven deadly sins he has scripture on his side he has some sort of book she's just she force feed- able to reason with him yeah she's just force feeding him to get like to know if there's infrared at the at shuka uh, at uh shuka's headquarters yeah, and he makes it very clear early on. He does not know where yes. that is or what that is. So she goes, is there infrared? And he goes, infra what? And she says, don't act dumb. And he says, well, I'm not acting. You're going to have to tell me something. <laughs> um, yeah, Marion, nutbag. Uh, <laughs> certified nutbag. Uh, anyway, the power core hideout 
uses slight diversions and trap doors and minecarts as security because no, the dragons break in. It's very straightforward. They say don't they say please use other door and they're like that's a trap. And so they use that door and then that door is the minecart. It's connected to a minecart that brings them directly inside. <laughs> yeah. And a minecart with like there's padding at the bottom. So uh-huh. Are they stronger than Boa Bobo? Because Boa Bobo fell on the padding and, and like, got knocked him out cold. Yeah. But also, why don't they just... Does somebody have to go up there and reset the minecart now? <laughs> yes, one of our child slaves yeah. has to go up and, like, like five of them together have to, like, push it up the the the, uh, the track. Yeah. Um. Anywho. They also have a Nickelodeon slime river in the middle of this hideout. Mm-hmm. A green river. Uh, Marion uses her child army to greet them. Yeah. And then she does exposition. She's <laughs> yeah. like, here's the movie. So you're telling me the movie so far. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Because the next thing she explains what happened to a Bobo. And then uh, while they while they explain the medallion powers. So you get all of it summed up. All at once, yeah. So if you show up and they're like, wait, who's this Boa Bobo? Who's this Day Bao Bao guy? And what's up with these this amulet? Yeah. For the parents that went to do, like, uh, uh, bathroom stuff together. <laughs> and then when they finish, they come in and they're like, uh, they don't have to ask their kids uh, what's going on. Because all they'll remember now is the spinach and farting. You yeah. ruin their brains. It's just spinach and farting. That's all this movie is. Um, Marion wants proof of the medallion's powers. Billy says Jimmy and him have to rub off together to make it work. Everyone laughs at them. (laughs) Uh, Turns out the whistling, because there's some whistling that starts as they start to rub off together. And then it turns out it was just some guy whipping a whirly whip around. Yeah, and everybody, because they're like, oh, is it working? And then everybody has a good laugh at them. That's right. Um... Oxygen, pay, oh, Oxygen payphones are all the rave in 2007 LA. Yeah, and they predicted the future because it says Oxy, and it seems like people are addicted to Oxy. And people do like Oxy now. Yeah. <laughs> Little they, they know. Yeah, they they predicted the future there. I'm gonna go on QAnon and be like, uh, past was it past proofs future proofs past, and be like, look, they knew that they were gonna get us addicted to Oxy. It was the wrong kind of Oxy, but. It, but you know. Joe, they just had to put the oxy out there just so yeah. that they could do it. They just had to get you looking toward oxygen so they could go this way. <laughs> um. Anyway, Mar- Marion. Oh, yeah. I already did that scene where they beat off together. <laughs> uh, this mall. OK, they're in a mall now. Uh, has a very fancy fountain. I was entranced by this fountain. I, I watched this over and over again. They have water jets that kind of like shoot up and then shoot into other holes. Uh-huh. I'm fascinated by that. Joe, remember how I said this movie had something that no other movie we've had we've done is ha- has had? What? I've been there. Ooh. I've been to those fountains. Those are in the uh, Cleveland City Center. Because I have family in Cleveland. Because most of this movie was filmed in Cleveland. Oh, okay. I have been to those fountains. Oh, they're beautiful. There are, when I was eight, when I saw them, I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Also, I realized when I was eight, it was around the time that Double Dragon was filmed. Yes. So. You may be in the background of this movie. What if I'm in the background? 
That would be amazing. Do you remember uh, the serenity being broken by those darn skater punks that ruin everything? Well, not really, but I do remember there's this, like, flat, like, gray guy that just kept floating everywhere. <laughs> Inhabiting my parents' bodies. Inhabiting my and, parents' And just bodies. entering people unannounced. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I was like, <clears throat> when I saw these, I was like, oh, hey, that looks like uh, those things I saw in Cleveland. And I, like, looked him up, and I was like wait a second. And I, I was like, this movie was mostly filmed in Cleveland. I was like, oh, I've been here. I've been to this, this place in the movie. And Maddie, yeah. if you're listening, you've been there too. If you're not, if you don't remember, you've been there too. If you don't remember, you're a friggin' idiot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, anywho, Marion and the DDs, they use this as a distraction. All these skater punks. Yeah. <laughs> That's anyway. basically what they are. They're just skater punks. Yeah. Random skater punks. Uh, they use that as a distraction to sneak into the ventilation system. This oversized ventilation, obscenely sized ventilation. It's like four the by size. Four. It's a four by four ventilation, four <laughs> feet by four feet. Oh, it's more than that. It's like the height of my ceiling in my house. Oh and, yeah, that's true. When they get into it, they're just like crouching. They're walking. just standing and <laughs> pretending they're crouching and yeah. walking normally. Um. Anyway, obscenely oversized. Marion's plan is to download the fake financial statements uh, into the mainframe and pie graphs and charts, pie charts. Yeah. Hold uh, on, Joe, we need to back up. Mm-hmm. So at, it's at this point that I had to Google how old Alyssa Milano was when they made this movie. Because she's playing a child. Yes, legit teen. Legit, like, lives at home with her parents. At some point she asks if she's going to be grounded, like she's afraid for her parents to like her dad to see her hair and there's one of the like most gratuitous ass shots of all time in this really you don't remember this i missed it oh my god joe hold on i was probably note-taking if i just do hold on okay you find that (laughs) i'll continue um proving okay so this is the part of the scene where marion's plan is to download fake financial statements and pie charts and stuff uh, into the mainframe to make it look like the maniacs aren't getting their fair share of the profits. That's yeah, her, her plan. Her plan is corporate espionage. Correct. Uh, uh, everybody, okay. this is good. This is an audio podcast, but Joe has to see this. So can you see the screen, Joe? Yes. Can okay, you make it is, larger? This is supposed to be a child. Okay, so she's supposed to be like 16 in this movie, and they she's 22 in real life, but they do this shot right here. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And they stop and stare, the two yeah. DDs. Yeah, the DDs. And then and they, they, they try to see who's going to get in there first. So I yeah. guess, because so, the one that gets in first gets to sniff her ass while she's not watching. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah this that's... Is, leader of the me too movement Alyssa Milano. exactly but joe this is supposed to be a child in this movie yeah yeah like and that's why i was like how old was Alyssa milano because she had to have been she was 22 i was like okay i feel less skeezy about it but it still feels weird because they're like she's oh she, 14. she's a child she's a child she's, yeah she's like 14 15 16 yeah. and uh they're like oh okay uh ooh. but yeah so she she has this like gang net like uh Game Boy SP looking thing, flip phone yes. thing. Yeah, that's where we find out the Mohawks, the Postmen, the Maniacs, the Geeks, and the Clowns are the like gang thing. Also, Joe, their pie charts aren't even outside of the Maniacs getting too much. That means there's like negotiated distrib- like 
uh, disbursement of funds between these gangs. Yeah, like, there's like set financial statements. Yeah. So again, Joe, negotiations, more negotiations. Yes. Uh, proving once again that anything could be solved in the 90s through financial fraud. Uh, also, that's not why they follow uh, Shuko. There's this ho- there's a very hostile takeover involved where a man was strangled. Yes. His <laughs> shadow strangling going. Yeah, on. it wasn't for money. It was like, uh, I run this now. You don't get a say in it. And they're, I will shadow fair. strangle you and your family if you don't go yeah. along. Um, yes. The DDs, the Double Dragons, spy on the meeting between Shuko and Marion's dad. Because I guess Shuko lives in this mall. Is that what yeah. I'm supposed to believe? No, he does, because it's a tower, like, on top of the mall. It's the Shuko Center. So it's, like, the mall and then his offices slash so his house. That's so strange. Uh, Shuko offers Marion's dad a bribe. Remember, he is chief of police. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy tries to snag the medallion half with a makeshift fishing wire. This is insane, because he does it, like, right in front of Lash. He does like it like she, 10 times. She watches him do it. She's like, She what? doesn't uh, notice for four times. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the blonde girl spots it, I said, after the third time. Uh, starts stabbing at them. She gets this, like, giant um, staff with, like, a, I'm sure there's a name for this weapon. But it's got, yeah. like, a like a crooked blade on the end. Yeah, it's like a, it's almost like a, um, like a spear, spear, but not quite. It's like a spear, but with a curved blade on the end. Yeah, somewhere between, like, a spear and a scythe, almost. Um, anywho, uh, she starts stabbing at them in the vent and just destroying the metal grate. Ooh, Joe, this has an amazing name. Yeah. Naginata. Naginata. Yeah, a Naginata is a, pole, is a, a, a bow, which is the stick, yeah. with a curved blade on the end. Oh, interesting. Naginata. Um, anyway, she destroys this, like, paper mache vent, because, like, <laughs> I don't this know how you vent, do Yeah, that. this, this vent is made out of, like, like, the plastic you get in the little, the little toys that you get at the grocery store. Right. Like, that's super cheap. And not the strong stuff that's the sticky hand, the cheap stuff. Yeah, the cheap stuff that, like, falls apart and, like, the, gets the li- what are they called? Skin. Little, little homies? Little homies. <laughs> yeah, this whole vent's made of little homies. <laughs> Um, the double dragons and Marion, I like the image, by the way, of Shuko, like, like going, repeatedly asking his mom for quarters and going to the, uh, little, you know, 25 cent machine that sells the homies. <laughs> He's like, oh, I already have this one. <laughs> uh, the double dragons and Marion escape down an open elevator shaft, um, with, with ropes. And then Shuko goes after them. Now we get the blonde versus Marion's dad. The fight we've all been waiting for. Uh, Lash versus Marion's dad. Yeah, that's, I mean, that was, that's actually drawn directly from Double Dragon. That's the only thing that's actually in Double Dragon is, <laughs> is this, oh, this old cop fights uh, the, uh, the thug, the lady thug. Yeah, you don't even get to play it. You just have to watch it. Like, yeah, you exactly. enter a room, and then you kind of, like, go off to the side. Or it's, like, one of those, like, POV shots of, like, the back of your head, <laughs> the double dragon's head, as they have to watch this thing play out. Yep. Uh, There's an early cutscene. You just pay a quarter to watch this. That's right. Uh, the double dragons find the passed-out bodies that Shuko keeps in his basement. 
Um, enter zombie Sean Bradley. He says, did you miss me? And I say, do I know you? Yeah. So they, yeah. So this is where, hold on. This is where Shuko does, uh, what I did, the Kev- what I called the Kevin McAllister. Cause he mm-hmm. like, they're, they're fighting and the double dragon dorks are just standing there. Like, what are we going to do? And then Robert Patrick is like, Shuko's like, Hey, I'm over here. You better come get me. And then he just like <laughs> moves out of the way. And then he just go flying down this thing. Right. And then he enters the body of dead Sean Bradley. It's actually Joe. Uh, he played Lou Alcindor, this actor in a really. Movie. So he's actually Joe dead Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's black. This guy is, his name is DeAnthony Langston. He averaged 10 points, five rebounds, and a block for CSU Long Beach in the 80s. Interesting. He looks yeah. very white because of well, the he's, Yeah, the makeup. Yeah. Um, but I thought I thought he was a white guy. Uh, anyway. And do you know how do you know how you know that it's uh, um, Kogashuko in there? Because he has Robert Patrick voice. Because he's just always cracking his knuckles. I tried yes. to crack my knuckles into the mic. I think I got one. Yeah, yeah, he's cracking. Um, yeah, he has to take a free throw. The yeah. ref comes out of nowhere, throws him a free throw. He still has to crack his knuckles. He's still cracking his knuckles. Um, Shuko has inhabited his body. Um, they crush the zombie, the uh, basketball player, uh, with like a metal door. <laughs> yeah, it's like so they have like these fans. I don't know what they do, but they have doors that like can like airlock doors. Yes. On the fan. So he smashes him with the airlock door and I'll give this movie credit. This was a cool shot where the, the, the airlock door it. So it goes down to the ground and it smushes the, the zombie guy, but and as it does, it Shuko shoots up as yeah, a shadow. That was a cool shot. I liked that. That was cool. Um, it reveals shadow Shuko and a huge fan that nearly sucks in the double dragons. Yeah. But it does suck in Shuko. Shuko. And it chops him to bits. And they're like, hey, is he dead? He's not. Yeah. Did they cut the ghost to bits? Like, is he dead now? <laughs> did they the, kill the, the ghost? The non-corporeal being, did he get cut up by that fan? Right. Um, Shadow Shuko enters Conehead Cyborg. <laughs> this this guy is so bizarre. Yeah, he's a cyborg. He's a cyborg. He, he kind of, I'm sure you've never seen this movie. This is old uh, horror movie. It, from like the late early 80s late 70s called the puppet master and there is a is that little... about george soros <laughs> it's about the holocaust oh no <laughs> ah! that's the worst case scenario yeah <laughs> i thought it was a horror movie uh it is a horror movie but it's like set with like a holocaust survivor who makes these puppets most of it is in one of the camps and i think the puppets kill the guards and then it became this like long series of like uh, puppet master movies. Anyway, one of them is a guy with like like a tattered sweater and like a, a drill head. Looks this guy looks like the grown up version of that puppet, like the real what it was based on. Okay, okay. First of all, I didn't yeah. know. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> I would know for for reasons, but yeah, yeah. Oh, well, a movie called Puppet Master. You're like, oh, it's this movie about evil puppets. I'm like, oh, okay. You're like, also the Holocaust. It's just, you chose the worst one. The worst guy you could have chosen. <laughs> so, okay. So, Joe, I yeah. was clicking around for bad movies, and there's a movie called Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich. And yes. And it's about a Nazi puppet that came out, like, three years ago. 
Yes, because they continued to make just several terrible versions of this movie. Okay, and do you know who's in it? Who stars in it? Uh, Robert Patrick? <laughs> Thomas Lennon. Thomas Lennon? Who's that? Thomas Lennon is the, like, main cop with the short shorts in Reno 911. He's in, like, everything. Oh, nice! Yeah, the, the head of the department. Yeah. And so, okay. So, yeah, the Puppet Master thing. And Udo Kier is in it. That's why I saw about this. Because Udo Kier, who was in Blood Rain last time. That's right. So, yes. Uh, so, it's about George Soros. Continue. Okay. <laughs> um, My searches are insane. <laughs> like, during this movie. Like, I, I was just closing tabs. I have Cossack Slur? Question mark. Right. Yeah. Jeff's a research guy, by the way. While I'm giving the play-by-play, blow-by-blow of these movies, Jeff's just looking up the most insane shit he can find on the internet. <laughs> uh, anyway, Shuko. No, wait. We're not there yet. Why did I check that? No, we're at Shuko. Shuko's here, Joe. Shuko's been here all movie. I, I am not there yet. So. Okay. Shadow Shuko enters, yeah, enters Conehead Cyborg. Yes. Uh, so did he do the cyborging, or is the guy already a cyborg? That's my so, question. Oh, good question, because he does experiments there. Yeah. Um, it's got to be a cyborg that he made. Has to be, but it's so interesting. So they do say they're not dead and that they're in suspended animation, which I have to imagine would be the case, because you could not make, like, cyborg and metal, like, hold on, like, a decomposing body. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, like, so was Boa Bobo his first, like, successful experiment then? First one that lived, yeah. Ah, okay. So is this just, like, a body form for him then? So he can just, like, ghost into them whenever he wants? Yeah, they're like his uh, his um, luxury cars. You know, like, oh, okay. Jay Leno has a garage of luxury cars. Seinfeld is a... These are his luxury cars. They're just, so like, this, muted, yeah. mutant people. This is his, um... Uh... Is uh like the scene in uh, Fate of the Furious where they have all the sports cars in the garage. Yes. This is the yeah. sports cars in the garage. And this guy's the tank. He's the tank. He's That's the right. tank. Okay. Um so channel sixty-nine news. Nice. Uh, <laughs> little little joke in there for the parents. Yeah. They know. Um uh the kids are like, bring back the farts. <laughs> um so the chief inspires his men by telling them his teenage daughter can do their jobs better than they can. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, you're a bunch of jerks. And he's like, we got to get out there and take back the streets, you know, like my 14-year-old daughter does. <laughs> she doesn't even break a sweat. You people make me sick. <laughs> I can't even afford full pants for her. And this right. is... And she's kicking ass nightly. Uh, Shuko interrogates jimmy is all tied up uh he tells him he knew his father before he had kids when he was cool <laughs> now he's just kind of a bummer he's always talking about the kids and all this stuff ridiculous can't go on cool adventures and missions with me <laughs> find medallions uh Back in Mar- – actually, he kills him, I think is what he said. He's like, your dad got uncool, so I killed him. <laughs> Basically. He's like, he was dead to me. He was like he, – he, I was like, yeah, man, kids, they'll kill you. And he's like, what? He's like, well, not if I kill you first. He's like, what? And then he died, and, you know. Right. It was yeah. a prank. Why are you so mad, bro? It was a prank. It was a prank. Back in Marion's bedroom, Billy can't get the medallion to work. Marion says to rub it harder. 
but not hard, hard. Just kind of, you know, like not too much. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. And Joe, it doesn't work. It doesn't really work. No, he cannot. They tried it. rubbing magic words, but do you know what they didn't try, Joe? <laughs> Roman. <laughs> Bluetooth.com, Joe. 20% off with promo code Boa Bobo. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Good. <laughs> um, we get an invasion at Nickelodeon Studios, a.k.a. the center of, uh, of the power core. Uh, where am I here? Okay. How is this giggling goon still alive? He's just there. He shows up. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's still alive. Uh, Blondie, I call her Blondie. It's, it's Whiplash or Lash. Yeah. Lash. She has a whip and she's named Lash. Yes. She captures Marion and then Billy saves her. Uh, so mutant day bow bow finds a picture to masturbate to. He accidentally looks in the mirror, flies into a rage. <laughs> hey, Joe. Um, yeah. So he's in a dirty bathroom. <laughs> Dude, one of the grimiest scenes I think we've ever seen. <laughs> Ch- chained to the wall, Joe. Yeah. Disgusting. Joe. Joe. Evident Piece of evidence number two. Mm. Would you like to play a game? Oh, a little she grinding him, and now she saw wanting him. She saw wanting him. Yeah. So what happened was when he stood up, the plug pulled, and the key went down the drain. But he's strong enough; he just ripped the thing off the wall. Just ripped the plumbing out. Yeah. <laughs> Took the key. Yeah. There's there's a a dead a dead woman with short blonde hair sitting on the ground with a bullet, and he's like, "Is that? I know who you are. <laughs> yeah. Is that You're breathing? I can see it. We've been here for hours." <laughs> Uh, spoilers for uh, Saw, I guess. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but actually, he does get a picture to masturbate to. He does. Uh, it's a woman in a bikini. But then he gets so mad, he sees himself. He's like, she'll never have me now. <laughs> he was an incel. Yeah. So he lashes out at women. Right. Uh, <laughs> right, he lashes out at women. But somehow Alyssa Milano is his best friend. This is like, it's crazy. It's crazy to watch this dynamic because now they, they truly bond. Um, let me see this. Uh, Billy's getting his ass kicked. And then Jenny shows up. What? By the way, one of the goons has underwear on his head. I would just like to point that out. Yeah, Joe. But the underwear is dirty. So you know what? He needs to go. Where does he need to go? He needs to go to MeUndies.com, Joe. Yes, that's right. MeUndies. Promo code half pants. (laughs) Promo code assless pants. (laughs) No, it, the ass is there. It's promo code Thylus Pants. Thylus Pants. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, do you have more of these? <laughs> no, just those two. Okay. Um, uh, Billy's getting his ass kicked. Jimmy shows up. Okay. And Billy's like, yes, you saved me. The one brother that knows karate. Can you help? <laughs> yeah. The one that actually knows karate. Uh, but he doesn't. He kicks Billy's ass. It's Shuko, Jeff. Shuko has inhabited Jimmy's body. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. I This is the point where I booed this movie, where Miriam and Lash fight, because mm-hmm. Lash looks at, the, looks at the camera after beating up Miriam and says, now who's the boss? Ooh. Because <laughs> she was on Who's the Boss, Joe? 
Wait, who is? Alessa Milano was on, she was who's, on the who's the Boss. Who's the Boss? I didn't yes. know that. Yeah, that was like her big role as a kid. Woof. And then um, after Alyssa Milano turns the tables on her, because I guess Billy just has branch loppers to cut the whip. Yes. Um, she says, as she's tying her up, as Alyssa Milano is tying up Lash, she says, you're lucky. Generally, I put people in the hospital. This woman is still on General Hospital. General Hospital. She is still on General Hospital, Joe. Oh, wow. She was gone for a while, and she's back. She's, I was looking up when she was on General She's still on General Hospital. Oh, wow. But, Joe, this scene yeah. makes yeah. the movie pass the Bechdel test. Two named women have a conversation that's not about a man. That's right. Yep. This is Double Dragon is feminist. This is feminist. This, <laughs> this is, is a feminist, feminist movie. <laughs> Alyssa Molano's like, we'll do the crotch shot, but... Yeah. <laughs> it's got to pass the Bechdel test. Yes. You can have two brothers compete to sniff my farts, but we're going to have a Bechdel scene. This movie's going to pass the Bechdel test. And then, uh, did we talk about the clown gloves, Joe? Uh, you mentioned them, but we go into detail. We've got time. So they're gloves yeah. with, like, golf balls on the end. Mm. On the fingertips? On the fingertips. Yeah. Why? And also how? And also why again? Uh, so they can go clackety clack clack clack. That's how like. But they're softball. They're soft. <laughs> uh, yeah. They can go. I don't know if that's gonna show up on the mic. I'm just rubbing the windscreen. You're just rubbing. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, so Shuko, uh, Shuko Jimmy, right? Jimmy, yeah, so Shuko, Shuko and Jimmy's body. Jimmy. Shuko has entered Jimmy. <laughs> he tells Billy about Romulus and Remus, the classic story of the two brothers, um, who ki- one of whom kills the other one. Was it Romulus killed Remus? Uh, yes. Yeah. So uh, Billy tosses the medallion away, which causes it to finally activate. He just had to get so frustrated and um, insecure. Why does he throw it? Why does he throw it, though? That's what I don't understand. Uh, because he's had it. He's like, a lot of good you did. You but know, he's trying to. He's you trying made me to, feel like less of a man. <laughs> but he's trying to keep it away from. From Kogashuko, like throwing it is the opposite of what he wants to do. Yeah, but he thinks it's junk. He thinks it doesn't work. Joe, he has he's seen the other half, but it clearly well, the worked. other half works. <laughs> this one's a dud. Uh, anyway, it activates because of this act of honor. Because it's being a petulant child activates the powers of the, uh, of the double dragon. Yes. You see, this half only works if you refuse it. While the other works, if you're just anybody. (laughs) You just have it. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Shuko tries to suicide himself in Jimmy's body, but Billy saves him. He like uh, there's like a rope of like what I don't yeah, know. So, him. so like he's a like a piano. No, it's it's a it's a uh, punching bag. He's uh, gonna drop the punching bag on himself. But before it, there's a very funny part where um, Kokushuko in Jimmy's Jimmy he's in Jimmy's body like flips up onto the uh, the ledge that um, Billy is on. 
but it's clearly <laughs> just a reverse shot of him doing a backflip off the ledge. <laughs> nice. Like you see his hair like suck into his head. Nice. <laughs> yeah, did things don't move right. Yeah, like, exactly. Don't look right for some reason. Uh, Billy proceeds. Billy saves Jimmy from getting mm-hmm. crushed. Then he knocks Shuko out of Jimmy's body. Uh, Shuko gets the second amulet half somehow through this whole thing. Uh, then he's like, uh, you know, about to put them together. And they're like, oh, no. He's like, oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> together. No, it's oh, shit. And then oh, shit. Because it's a kid's movie. Oh, shit. And then he says, you said it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then Dave Babau comes in. Someone's like, Dave Babau. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Uh, mutant uh, Dave Babau. Wait, no. Shuko gets the second M. He turns into double demon. Okay? Yeah. So he splits off. He's these two demons now. These twin demons. Joe, they're wraiths. Cool. <laughs> cool. I don't know what that means, but they're credited as wraiths. I think those are like ghosts, like evil ghosts. Oh, they're just evil. They're evil Scottish ghosts. Yeah. Uh, Mutant Day Babau tells Marion. Oh, okay, Joe. According to Google, wraiths do not exist. If you were curious. No way. <laughs> I looked up wraiths, and one of the top one is, do wraiths exist? No way. Yeah. Crazy. Do regular ghosts exist? <laughs> yes, Joe. Okay. Uh, Mutant Day Babau bursts in and he's pissed off he's still he's full of rage he's like inceled out and he yeah. just starts like shoving dudes with like normal bodies out of the way he's so mad yeah any girl he can find he just like shoves her he's been radicalized by the bodybuilder.com forums yes yeah <laughs> he's listening to a lot of damn bongino <laughs> um anywho the mutant uh day baba tells marion he's like he yells Wait, have you seen the argument about how he's many like, put some goddamn clothes on? <laughs> what do you think? Have you seen, he gets in a big argument about how many days in the week there are. Have you seen that bodybuilder.com? I haven't, no. Oh my god. Uh so some guys like I'm gonna work out on Sunday, uh Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. And and Blorg's day. <laughs> and, but and then but he's like, I'm gonna work out no, it's Sunday, it's every other day, but it includes Sunday, and they're like and it includes Saturday. And Sunday, they're like, you're working out back to back. He's like, no. You couldn't see it. You couldn't see it. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. So he, Mutant Day Baba, is like yelling at Marion angrily <laughs> across the room. Uh, but he's, no, he's he that, actually, a harlot. Harlots, yeah. Some like words that have never been used or haven't been he's used like, in centuries. He's like reject modernity, embrace tradition, like right. all this weird stuff. Right. He starts spell- spelling all the U's with V's. Like this man is like, Argh. yeah, yeah. He's he's got a thesaurus on standby. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, no, he actually they're friends because he tells Marion that Shuko can be defeated by industrial lighting. So she rushes to the generator to, like, flip the switch and turn on the industrial lights. Um, so she hits the generator. Uh, the double dragons fight the weakened demons, because the weakened demons, like, the demons are like, ah! They hate light, yeah. Um, and then the double dragons will fight them, and they get the medallion halves. They just grab them. Uh, 
And now Robert Patrick is just normal Robert Patrick. He's not even Shuko anymore. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then he says, oh, shh. And they say, you said it. You said it. Yeah, they can't actually say it. It's a movie for kids. So I want to be clear here. So, they can show an ass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Joe, you only get one. Yeah. Um. So when Robert Patrick got both hands, halves of this, he could become two wraiths like who could be independently controlled. He essentially became two creatures. So yeah. when these brothers get the double dragon, they get really cool powers, right? Yeah. Or, they... <laughs> or do they just get a change of costume? They get weird outfits. <laughs> they get very weird, weird outfits. One is like a powdered blue. The other is like an off red. I don't even know what you'd call it. Um, yeah. And, and they're, uh, they're ready to go. Uh, I like that, like, Billy is like, these outfits are weird, right? And Jimmy's like, no, nah, I think they're cool, but I don't have the blue one. <laughs> yeah, he's, and he's like, what's wrong with the blue one? He's like, shut up. You shut your damn mouth. <laughs> um, then Lotus Flower appears. Uh, she has her, like, Mufasa I don't know her moment. name. <laughs> yeah. She has her, like, Mufasa moment. Yeah, she appears, gives her final words of advice, uh, disintegrates. Uh, the Double Dragons kick Shugo's ass. Shugo, Shuko's ass. Puko, Joe. Shuko. Puko. Uh, call him Puko. Puko. Because he's like, uh, when they when they punch it out, he's like, uh, sorry, I had to kick your butt. He's like, you you beat Koga Puko's butt. Oh right, yeah, yeah. And that that's, was when I had my uh, my Billy Madison moment where I was like, ah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, I did the thumbs down. Anywho, yeah, they kick Shuko's ass. Uh, uh, oh, here's, oh. The here's the thing, just real quick. So isn't when he like have... apologizing? He's like trying to apologize. Yeah, he's like, come on, guys, let's let's talk this out. So when they when they um when they get the new outfits, I forgot to mention they're very like low V deep V cuts, Joe. Yeah. And um, I Billy more so than Jimmy. He's got some kind of unruly chest hair. Mm-hmm. What he's got to do, he's got to go to manscaped.com. Hey, there we go. Promo code PUCO to get 25% <laughs> off a Manscaped, the man, Lawnmower 2.0 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Go, 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 PUCO. <laughs> go, go, PUCO. Um, now that, that was the actual last one. Okay, there we go. Uh, well, Jeff, this crowd loves it because uh, Jimmy then enters Shuko's body and starts hitting himself. He and does like, yeah. He everybody does. laughs. I was just like, ah, like <laughs> <laughs> idiot. Look He's at the never aura. seen anything funnier. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally the funniest thing that any of these people have ever seen. Dude, you know what what sucks about these kid movies? I imagine them being in theaters. Like I imagine I'm watching it in a theater, and I can hear the kid in the background who can't regulate his like thoughts and emotions or it's yeah. reactions just laughing super hard with them it's like oh they're laughing hard ah, ah, ah. Yeah. Well, yeah the little kid with the 32 ounce uh icy red around his mouth but <laughs> yeah, he can't even regulate drinking through a yeah. straw yeah like that kid is just like ah <laughs> he's ruining the my day <laughs> the rest of my day i've only had one good experience seeing a movie around a kid uh, it was Harrison and I saw Wally in theaters. Seven. <laughs> seven. No, Harrison and I saw Wally in theaters, and there was a kid in front of us who had clearly seen Wally like five times, and he was like explaining the movie to his dad, and he he's like uh he's like that cockroach is his friend, 
it's his only friend. And then they cut and he's like, see, all the other Wallies are dead. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That is so great. Oh, my God. Um, I had a kind of fun moment um, that started with like, I think it was like a Star Wars movie or something like that. Um, anyway, the kids were really loud. It was like a birthday party get together with like 20 kids. And they were right in front of me. Right. Yeah. Oh God. And, uh, they're loud. Like they're just unruly. And like the parents can't, you know, with 20 kids, like there's the parents were too far away to like keep track of any of it. So like I reached a point where like, I'm pretty patient, but I was just like, Hey, shh. you know, I did the shh. <laughs> yeah. Shh. And, um, the kid kind of blew me off and I was like, I was like, hey, <laughs> cut it out. It'd be like scary and intimidating. And that actually kind of worked. But the kid, like you could tell, was just like hated my guts. Right. Like he gave me like a mean mug as he left. Um, And this kid, like all these kids were like 10 years old. maybe, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, they leave. I like look over like as I'm getting up and I, I see there's like a lunchbox there. <laughs> Of one of these kids, like a lunchbox thing. And I was like, oh, this is great. So I'm going to, I grabbed it and I went, I was like, I hope it's that kid. Yeah. I, I went to the front of the theater, right? And I just stood there. I just, I literally wasted like 20 minutes just sitting, standing just there. you like, I'm going to show this 10 year old so hard. And they did. They came back and I'm just sitting there with the lunchbox, like looking at him like, you're a child. <laughs> Did it have like what did it have on it? Um, I think it was like like uh, was it Thomas the Train? I, I'm, I think oh, I'm. God, Thomas the. Like, might have been Tank Ninja Turtles. Oh, Ninja Turtles, classic. Yeah. Maybe that was mine. It could have been yours. Yeah. yeah. Could have been you as a ten year old. But I just loved it. I gave him a look and like with my eyes said like you're a child, I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I <laughs> saved you. And then you took the lunch pail, you put it on the ground, and then you stepped on it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I emptied it all out in the garbage first. Then no, you up. ate all of his food. You ate all of his food piece by piece. You're like goldfish crackers, go-gurt, jello cup, all of it. Some of it and throwing the rest away. <laughs> You're like, hey, kid, what's your favorite? And he's like, the sandwich. So you just smash the sandwich on the ground. Gushers. <laughs> I just Gush. I press each one. I press the gush out of each one. In the <laughs> you gush each one. It gets like, no, it's nothing without the gush. <laughs> then they're just gummies. Uh, Anyways, they win. They win. <laughs> the double dragons have won. Um, um, no, I wait, s- I'm sorry. First Shadow Jimmy yeah. uh, cuts a huge check because Jimmy has entered Shuko now. Yeah, and he okay? gives $129 million to the police. Yes. Now Jimmy is the top. He's entered Shuko. Shuko had entered him. Now he has entered Shuko. Uh, Shadow Jimmy <laughs> cuts a huge check for the police. It's like 140000 or something nuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, for the police department. And then he also surrenders as Shuko. He also says, hey, your daughter's kind of hot. <laughs> yeah. Like that's that's all part of it. He's like, hey. Um, here's a bunch of money. Please arrest me. Also, your daughter's hot and she's a child. I, yeah, he says something that would like light any father of a 14 year old, push a 14 year old 
daughter's father over the edge where he just beat the living hell out of him. Oh, yeah. Jimmy's like, wait, no. No, yeah. Jimmy's like, no, no. Uh, like, like he 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 shoots out of uh, Kogashuko's body, and he's like, no, 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 that was me. And then the cop just, like, turns and starts beating him. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, or, like, he overhears, like, Billy's, like, nice. He, like, Jimmy shoots out his body, and Billy's, like, nice one entering his body there <laughs> and controlling him. And fucking, yeah, the police chief's like, that was fucking you? <laughs> he just, like, turns and just. Yeah, just anger. Take like, him away, toys. Take him away, toys. Uh, Jeff, good news. The LAPD are back on the streets. Oh, boy. They show up immediately. <laughs> it's a happy ending. <laughs> yeah. The the highly militarized police are back in force, and they have $129 million to work with. Yeah, they have $129 million and uh, basically the lowest expectations of all time. <laughs> yeah. Keep Do the gangs off the streets. Do whatever you have to do. <laughs> um. Set up for a, Jeff, it's set up for a sequel. A lengthy legal drama centered around Shuko's legal battle with the LAPD. Because he's like, You'll you think I'm bad? Wait till you see my lawyers. Nah, nah. And everybody's like, Ah, everybody hates lawyers. Could you imagine being a lawyer in the 90s? Like, every movie's like, Yeah, man, you know, we went back in time and uh, I only had one bullet. So instead of Hitler, I killed that lawyer. That fucking lawyer. <laughs> it's like that's like a punchline in every '90s movie. Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, you forget my name is Esselstein. <laughs> it's like you've got a lawyer, uh, a child molester, uh, a serial killer, uh, Hitler, Stalin, right. and and Chairman Mao in an elevator and one bullet. They're like lawyer, easy lawyer, like, hands down, hands down. Uh, ba the dragon wagon's back. Yeah, buddy. The new paint job. Yeah, because it's got flames, so that's how you know it goes fast. And dragons. Yeah. Uh, two of them. All is well. Wait, a double dragon? Yes. <laughs> uh, all is well, but then, shit, uh, Gobo's here. <laughs> he just, like, waddles up. He's like, I'm part of the group now. Gobo like, oh, is what? like, yeah, he's like, hey, boys, how are we doing today? Yeah, how's the the gang's all back together, right? He, like, puts his arms around him. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Day Bao Bao wants to drive. Jimmy lets him. He forgets he's the one with the shadow powers. He thinks <laughs> it's Billy. Billy's yeah. entered Day Bao Bao's body. Yeah, because he's like, yeah, this Day Bao Bao is Billy. And so they, like, play a trick on him. And But Billy's just, like, laying in the back of the dragon wagon. <laughs> Yeah, he got there at some point. Nobody knows. Yeah, because Jimmy's like, wow, I'm glad Billy's finally out of here. So now I can make the moves on Marion. And then Billy, like, pops up. He's like, what? And they're like, oh, no. Dude, I'm not driving. <laughs> yeah, they do the, ah, you know, the yell. Yeah, it's, um, it's, everyone's it's down their throat for some reason. Right. And then he drives off, uh, Dave Bow Bow, with the, with the crew. And the anti-Semitic thugs are reduced to a life of casual prostitution. The thug, end. They say Will Thug, was it Will Hench for food and Thug Seek Ruthless Boss? Yeah. We'll give Hench jobs for food. <laughs> All right, Joe. So there's a question I haven't asked you in a long time. Mm. I, I would like you to rank all 60 or 67 movies that we've done. Okay. Uh, the assignment is last. <laughs> 
Fair enough, Joe. Yeah, and then there's some order of the other 65 or whatever. Yeah, this movie actually honestly wasn't that bad to me. It wasn't. I, you know, I, I, I don't know if I liked it more than Santa with Muscles. It was very similar in feel. Yeah. I, I like the variety of characters in Santa with Muscles. I like the concept of the fart machine, but fart I also like it's good. I also like the concept of force feeding spinach to a mutant, so he until he farts himself dry. Yeah. So did you say farts himself dry? Yes. <laughs> he gets all the wet out. I like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Gets um, the wet out. He gets all the wets out. I'm gonna start using that. Like if, <laughs> I, if I eat if I eat something bad, I'd be like, oh. I think I got all the wet out. (laughs) That one got the wet out. (laughs) Right. Because until then, they think it's all gas. It's not. (laughs) It's not. You got to run out of wet first. Oh, that's disgusting. So, all right, Jobert, we will uh, be back next time. We'll be doing Street Fighter. Uh, You can find uh, the podcast wherever you find podcasts. We will be there everywhere. Uh, You can send me uh, $10 and I will send you a thumb drive with this episode on it. Probably not a great idea, but um, I will do that if you would like, Um, which would be weird because you just listened to the episode. And we'll also get the gangs off the streets. That's right. $129 million and we will get the gangs off the streets. And that's the promise. (laughs) That is the promise. Um, But yeah, we will be back next time with Street Fighter. Uh, This bad boy is on YouTube. Street Fighter is on Tubi. So for Joe, this is Jeff. Thanks for listening. Uh, Take care and um, try not to get me too. Don't enter people, please. Don't enter people without their protection. He bangs that old lady, and then they play that song from the 80s, uh, Day Bao Bao. What the hell is Day Bao Bao? Day Bao Bao. Oh, Day Bao Bao. Oh, Day Bao Bao. Day Bao Bao. Day Bao Bao. Now, Max, Hello, beautiful.